all the negative something that you all, took your hat off all the negative thoughts and all the hamster wheel that was going fast i would just let the kind of like the air out of the top of my head and then i would press a button on my jersey that was an autopilot button like that like just let the plane fly itself so you you have in the heat of battle when things are going south you have to have you have to have the mental toughness you have to have the mental training to be able to refocus reset and get the job done i'm telling you it's what separates good from great like the, the, the good athletes can't do that. The great ones, the, the upper echelon, the elite athletes have the ability when, I don't know, they hit a ball into the water on 16 and they're up by two strokes on a Sunday to be able to regroup into birdie 17, birdie 18 and win the tournament. Like That's just, beautiful yeah, stuff, it, man. It, it, That's it, the side it, stuff it, right it's, there. It's hard to do. Yep. And we don't realize that. We're just like, Brock sucks. They suck. What are they doing? What kind of play calling's going there? But like when you're in, it goes so freaking fast. Like it goes so fast when you're in it. It's gotcha. easy to drink That's... a beer in the stands. It's easy to be in Green Lot and party and go in there and just be like, "What the hell's going on?" It's easy to sit at round table and throw your yeah. remote control at the yeah. TV while you're eating chicken wings. But like when you're doing it and you're in the middle of it and things start to go south, only the great ones, the mentally tough ones that are trained how to how to react to that can flip the script. That's and big. I think Brock Purdy flipped the script. I appreciate that. We all do. FP and Guru holding it down right here until 2 p.m. A reminder, you can catch all four hours of Stani and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by the First NorCal Credit Union. I see all you guys in the chat. Uh, it's a party right now. FP, you're hitting me in the uh, the cardiac muscle because I will say this before we get to the calls, and, and the lines are packed here. People want to speak. I know. I always tell Steiny there's two scoreboards sometimes, and when I say that, I'm not being selfish. But sometimes reputations are on the line. Uh, some players have more equity than others, and some need it more than others. And I felt like the way that game played out, there were some Jimmy G vibes. Not his career; he's blown Jimmy G away, Brock Purdy. And I've been on that wagon, and I feel like he still gets hated on to this day because of draftism or where he was drafted. I still think a movie's coming. But my point is, he needed that drive to kind of stave off what would have come and what we would be talking about nationally, and especially here, Brock Purdy. And he got it, and he got it. And I don't think a lot of people are giving him credit for what you just broke down. He had to be mentally strong upstairs, not to say almost threw a pick in the first drive to Savage. That ball, that was just a bad read, but the guy dropped it, right? So you move on to another play. But for Brock never to be like, you know what, if I lose this, oh, my goodness, at home. He didn't do that. He went and got him in the end zone. Man. In the fashion he did it, I was having thoughts. This is really negative, but I was having thoughts like, have the, 49, the, have the 49ers, do they need to find another quarterback for next year? You're like not if, the only one. If he, if he's, that was on Twitter. Is this your franchise guy, question mark? He if, can't if, play in the rain. I didn't know. And then he, and then he, he took all the negative thoughts no, out that, of my head. That's a good feeling, man. It yeah. is real, and that's why we want to go to the phone lines just to get your thoughts. It's FP and Guru right here on Stani and Guru. Let's go out to Marin and welcome Jeff to the program. What you got, Jeff? What's up, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. So I, I, what FP just said and what you've been saying too, Guru, is exactly where I was at. I, I just thought this was like, you know, Brock's worst game, worse than the Ravens game, and I'll tell you why. Mm. His strength has been his reading and seeing the field well, his anticipated throws, you know, and, and this game he wasn't seeing the field well. There were plenty of times where, you know, 
he's holding the ball too long, and he throws to somebody underneath, and you'd see it on TV. There was a, a Niner receiver that was wide open like another five yards down the field, which normally he sees that stuff. But and I had the same thing. Like At one point, I'm watching with a bunch of friends at a cigar shop, and we were like on an emotional roller coaster, right? But, you know, he had his Montana moment. We're down a touchdown. He comes back, and he's like little mini Joe Cool, including the scramble run. The one thing I will tell you, I don't want to sound like Donnie Doom here, but you know what? We got to do a better job on defense. Yeah. I think we better spend like the first round draft pick on a quarterback because Ambre Thomas ain't so much. I think we better get like a tackle for the future. Uh, and the other thing is this, uh, you know, compared to what you're seeing on the AFC teams, I, I texted my brother Liz back in, in Baltimore. He's a Niner fan because we grew up here, but I, I said, you know, these AFC teams, when I was looking at the Ravens and the Bills and Casey, but particularly Casey and the Ravens, they are better than both the Niners wow. and the Lions, right? They just look better. And uh, I'm a huge Mahomes fan. I was calling up the Niners. I was emailing them in that draft, begging them to draft Patrick Mahomes. And then, you know, we could have traded back and still had him. I mean, that's history, but... Damn, excuse me, but, you know, Mahomes, and I think is better than Lamar Jackson, who's having a great year, but yikes. Yeah, yikes. hey, we appreciate the phone call and the honesty. I mean, man, I, I don't know what that game didn't have, and I'll, I'll tell you what, everything that he had on the shopping list, FP, you're not going to get by this Sunday. You're not going to get a new tackle. You're not going to get a new corner. I am surprised that Green Bay and LaFleur went away from just, hey, you know what? Emory Thomas is having a problem with that yellow hanky and, and his mechanics. Let's keep going deep just to see. And they went away from that, and I thought that kind of bit him in the tail. Because, man, <laughs> that's more deflating than yeah. a flag just on a, a deep play. I don't know much about football, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't tackle a guy while the ball's in the <laughs> air if you're a DB. And also, that was a great call. No, right. And okay. I want – just I'm going to take a quick shot at him, though. Like, do you think the Niners read their emails and they're like, oh – this guy just emailed us and said, draft this guy. And that's how they do it. No, but they, that's a passionate fan. And he knew what he was talking about. Yeah, no doubt. And I'll tell you what, he gave us his ranking list about if you think the AFC is better, you know, obviously now it's Kansas City, Baltimore, FP are, you know, better than Detroit. It doesn't matter because Vegas had the line at nine and a half. You asked earlier, Spadoni let me know it started out at seven for this game. It's down to six and a half. But I'm telling you, my friend, I just thought this was going to be 30, 38 to 10. I, and I still can't share with you all. I haven't processed it to the point to where, and I got a weird fetish. I like to watch the games again. And, that's, That's not a weird fetish, dude. You know, it's just fun, man. So like, you don't you see at, a lot you, of different you things. Stani's like, you need to get a book. I'm like, who the hell are you? If you look but, at if you look at feet pictures all day, that's a weird fetish. Like watching the game again is not. Yeah, a weird I ain't fetish. into feet. Rex Ryan, I never. <laughs> don't, 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 don't talk about that. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. But FP, I will say this. Detroit's coming in here, and you got me thinking. I know today's not the day for it, but if Green Bay did that, I'll just say this. The Niners need to get in the lab this week so that clunker or slow start doesn't happen. I'll leave that there. Yeah, but you didn't give the Packers any credit going on the road in Dallas and just crushing the Cowboys. I like, got a lot of allegiance the to the it. team with the star. I'm a fan. You didn't even know that about your boy. I didn't. It was the biggest uh, 
win by default. So I thought it was a collective failure. It was half quit. It was half finger pointing. So I didn't give any credence to what Green Bay had really done. Now I know they are a team of the future. Like that was impressive. But it, but will you agree the Lions are better than the oh, Packers? There's no doubt, and that's why I'm. T- I keep okay. reading it here, and people call in like, "Oh, Green Bay's b- no, Detroit's better than Green Bay." FP. Yeah, they're way better, no doubt. It, it, so right. it's not going to get easier, is my point. Yeah, and six and a half is a lot. But then then you go to so where my mind is playing tricks on me. Sixty six, ghetto and sunny. boy, shout out ghetto boy. Six, six to sixty six and sunny. And all, all everybody I talked to, Back I was to with normal. like five Niner fans last night, and they're all like, they think the Niners roll this week. They think the Niners stomp them by 20, that that was their hiccup. Uh-huh. The weather's going to be nicer. It's the Lions. I was disagreeing. I was being a contrarian. I was like, no, I, I will take the Lions. It was seven last night. It's six and a half now. I said, I'll take the Lions and the points. And the Lions, e- e- even without the points, if you might just talk about straight up, I mean, they're 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 the most confident bunch. They're playing the best football. Jared Goff is letting it rip. I mean, I letting mean, it rip miles down the field. Not these little dink and dunks. Like, I mean, laser Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. He's throwing the ball downfield. They got receivers, and they got a two headed monster in regard to the, in regard to their running game. But why was their running game so effective against this Niner team? Those are I'm waiting for Baldy's breakdowns. Those are where the experts come in and let me know what Chase Young, and I'm not just putting it, Eric Armstead was back FP, so I thought the run defense was going to be stout. Aaron Jones and the Packers shoved it down the Niners' throat, and to go on a seven-and-a-half-minute drive to only get three, that saved the Niners, so kudos to the D. But if it wasn't for Greenlaw or uh, 54, my goodness, there's no telling what would have went down. Did you did you feel the small earthquake yesterday in San Francisco when all of us were yelling, get down? To Dre Greenlaw, what, do you think do, was what was he doing? Well, I guess Fred told him before <laughs> yeah, the game, like, you, yeah, we, I want to pick six the, out of you. But dude, maybe in the first quarter. We were all screaming, get down. The whole Bay Area was screaming, get down. And he's running around like a chicken with his head <laughs> cut off. And we're like, what is he doing? And where what are, are you going? going? Where are you going? What are you, you doing? You got enough points, the dog. Game, the game is down. over. Just go. We were yeah. all, everybody was screaming, go. I think it registered like 4.2. <laughs> That's pretty break. good. Let's go out to Sacktown and welcome Steve to the program. Uh-oh, Steve, you got a player on your mind. What's happening, man? Yes, sir. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Now, I've been listening since 8 o'clock this morning. There you go. And the three big problems we have that a lot of people have not mentioned at all. I've been a 49er fan for the last 40 years. Number one, number 20. If they don't replace number 20, Detroit is going to win. Oof. That's number one. Number two, our special team need to take care of the problem. You cannot let that happen again. Guys, when they get the punt, the special team has always been a problem with the Niners anyway. And then number three, our our defensive, those guys supposed to rush the quarterback. We did not see that at least one time. That, Jordan Love was not even sacked not one time, and that that is going to be a problem. Golf golf is going to be picking on number twenty. It really surprised me they took him out after the fifteen yard penalty that he grabbed the guy, and then a few minutes later they put him back. Well, so I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to do. 
but they definitely had to replace him. I thought we got rid of Weatherspoon. Number 20 must be related to Weatherspoon. Well, I'll tell you what, we appreciate the phone call, FP. I don't know more, or I don't claim to know more than the coaches. They had Thomas out there because they thought they saw a light, you know, in the last few games. But if he's out there at the start of a playoff game on a quest to win the Super Bowl, they don't have, they don't feel they have anybody better. Now, that's not saying they can't make a change, but if you're doing that at this juncture, I don't think that's good for continuity. And it is what my pops used to say, son, you dance with who you brought. And right now, I, I just don't see a scenario to where they come out at home against Detroit and Thomas is replaced, you think? No, I don't think so. I think he just got to play better. Yeah. He just looked like the stage was a little bit big for Man. him. And he looked like he was playing young. So we'll see what – yeah, I'm sure if Jared Goff and the Lions are going to go after him, but then he's going to know that. And then you just adjust your defenses accordingly to maybe some zones and, and, and less man. But they've been playing – They've been playing better man-to-man lately, and that's that's when kind of the defense thing changed. Because Lenore is balling. And, and, yeah. and then when Steve Wilkes came on the sidelines, remember that? Like, everybody was talking about he was up in the booth. What are they going to do? He came on the sidelines. The defense started playing better. But they got manhandled in the running game. Dude, I'm all about the running game. The running game sets up everything. And the fact that the Packers, Why did the they, Packers were getting 8, 9, 12. From the outset. Seven. I'm yes. Saying, oh, my God. And then you're watching – I don't know if they were on skates. Is that an excuse? Because the, it was wet? Because there know. was a bit. I don't, I don't How know. How do you not have the – can we – tell me if I'm off here, and you guys can't. 888 FP and Guru right here, taking you up until 2 p.m., recapping Saturday's big come-from-behind win. That's what I'll call it because Kyle Shanahan was 0-30, I believe. Uh, down four more points going into the fourth quarter, and they were down seven, FP, and uh, brought that baby home. But how can you be at home and yet you slip more than Green Bay did? Good call. I just don't get that. Like, this is your side. So whoever's in charge of the cleats, and then it looked like a footlocker during the game, Fox caught. Oh, I was like, oh, brother. But the Niners were slipping more than Green Bay. I thought that was odd. You, you ever drive? I mean, living on the East Coast for 11 okay. years and coming back here, and it rains, and the way people drive around here, like it's snowing and sleeting. It's rain, bro. We panic. Like, it's rain. People are going 20 miles an hour. I'm like, it's rain. You are not going to slide off the road unless you're doing like 80. So maybe the Niners play football the same way Californians drive in the rain. Man. But they're just not used to it. Can I share with you before we go grab this uh, this call, Filmo Mike in the city, uh, one of our favorites. I'm being honest. I have not gotten over the way that the Baltimore Ravens, and I know it's about Saturday and I'm going to tie it in, came to uh, Levi's and did what they did. And they kind of tricked and baited Brock Purdy. Now, I I mentioned the Savage pick, which should have been a pick six. There were two other throws that could have been picked off. So, FP, it wasn't a weather-related game then, but I had flashbacks of that game and how the Raven guys caught those interceptions in the end zone. So, moving forward, do you just chalk this up as – is they were tricking Brock too, or is this something Detroit? And possibly if they beat Detroit, you see that same Baltimore team or, or Kansas City. I say all that to say is I'm a little nervous now. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo. I wouldn't insult him like that. But now when he throws the ball, FP, I got to be honest, I, I, I haven't gotten over just Saturday like, oh, my gosh, that, that could have changed the fortune of the game. So where are you at? How, do you just throw that out, nothing to see here? No, Ooh. no, no, you don't throw that Ooh. out. You, you, you absolutely embrace that. And I think 
so many times with Brock this weekend, he was throwing like 84-mile-an-hour fastballs. It just wasn't – he wasn't spinning it. It wasn't coming out. And I don't – He said spinning it. He wasn't spinning it. And that's the way he looked early in the season when I didn't, didn't think his arm was fully healed yet. And it took his arm time. Because anytime you have a surgery, it takes about a year to the day where you just don't think about the surgery anymore. Because even if doctors are telling you everything's okay – uh, you still have that doubt in the back of your head, like, can I let it rip? Yeah. Is it going to go? Is it going to blow? And then once you get past that, I so there was like, I remember Troy Aikman on one of the broadcasts saying, like, Brock Purdy told me his arm isn't 100% yet. I, and, why do I remember that? And, and I, was, I was saying it before Troy Aikman said it on the air. And then I was like, why is Brock Purdy even telling Troy Aikman that? So now Troy Aikman's telling the world that. So now teams can, like, break on balls and play underneath and undercut routes and just because they know Brock Purdy's. I mean, you could see it. The velo wasn't there. He was not spinning it early in the season. Then all of a sudden his arm strength, I think with the bye week, after they lost three in a row, his arm strength, he needed that rest. He's like a pitcher. He needed that rest. Then he started spinning it, and he was making some throws. And I'm like, okay. But then – Saturday was back to maybe it's because of the weather. Yeah, I got to believe just, the grip yeah. had something or the lack of grip. I was I was screaming from the first play. He's got a glove on. What's he got a glove on? And and it, it took the broadcast I don't know a good half a quarter to figure it out. Aaron Andrews did a nice report on why he was wearing it that he had worn it earlier that the grip is issue. But just it was bothering me because like players will tell you like we got here because of this reason. Like I've I've heard speeches in the locker room like hey we got here. We're in the playoffs. Don't change anything. No like doubt. If you go out at night till 2 in the morning, right. go out at night right. till 2 in the morning. Don't, like, all of a Routine. sudden get Routine. your eight hours sleep. Because yeah. now, just what I'm saying is, like, if, like, say you just dye your hair because it's the playoffs. Now you're, you're, you're giving the playoffs more emphasis thing to deserve. The reason Derek Jeter won all the rings is because he was just playing baseball games in October where everybody else was playing playoff games Impressive. or in the playoffs. So if you do anything different from your routine for the postseason, you're giving the postseason way more credit than it deserves. Obviously, there's built-in pressure. Obviously, you know that, that, that you want to win a ring and that your season's on the line. It's lose or go home. But like, if you do anything that differentiates from what you did all season long, then, then you're, you're telling everybody that, oh, God, I'm in the playoffs. No, no doubt. And something's going because the glove. Before we grab film on Mike, it was symbolic. It let me know something was going on. And as you mentioned earlier, upstairs, because you you know what I mean. Like it was just hey some drizzle or whatnot. But when I saw the glove, I'm like, uh oh, that might not. And then it didn't work out. Then he was ditching it. Then he had it back on. But it, when it was all said and done, the Niners are victorious, twenty four twenty one. Let's go out to uh, film on Mike. Let's see what he has to say. What's up, Mike, baby? Hey, what's up with it, man? Talk to us. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, 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 grew, I knew it wasn't going to be that close of a game. I don't think I gave a prediction last week, but I, I had a feeling it was going to be 38-10. But I just want to say this. We're looking at it, a lot of fans, to me, we're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Mm. I love that game. I love that game. And that's what you call complimentary football. That was a team win. FP was talking about earlier, he said, man, you know, when you're down and things are not going bad, you feel me, you have to, like, lock in and you got to get it back. Well, football is a hard sport to do that, and you know why? Because 22 guys have to lock in. It ain't like basketball, Gary, Curry, LeBron. You feel me? And do that stuff. Yeah. Everybody got to be on the same accord. So that's a plus. 
That's a great thing. We won in the rain, okay? They say that was a problem. Purdy, Mike uh, Shanahan couldn't come back. They said that's a problem. So we keep overcoming all these barriers. Debo didn't play the whole game. They say, oh, we can't play with Debo. You got to throw a curveball. So all these things are going to prove that that's why we're ready to, you feel me, for the playoffs. That's why we're ready to win the Super Bowl, I feel. It's a good thing we went through this and we conquered it. Last point. Narratives are a very weird thing. For whatever reason, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they didn't get lucky with the missed field goal from the dude in the fourth quarter. Oh, Mahomes is this. Oh, Mahomes wow. is that. Wow. Everybody keeps saying the Niners got lucky. Yeah, well, well, we did get lucky. Well, guess what? Luck is a part of football. It's an option. Balls bounce. The dude hit the ball in the Buffalo game on a one-yard line. Who could imagine that happening? It go back for a touchback. It's a lot of luck involved, man. So cut the narrative with uh, we got lucky. That was skill. 22 players coming together. They never done it before. Now they got the confidence to go ahead and win this Super Bowl, man, and beat the Lions. Wow. Good call, Mike. Dude, luck is winning the lottery. Yeah. Well, I wish I knew what that was. Yeah, like. I, I get mad when people say, "Oh, you're so lucky to play in the big leagues." No, but you not, are nothing lucky about you it. You are. Man. You're you're lucky to do this show. You busted your ass. No, I, I be believe able to that. Do this show, dude. but that's a did. Hey, Matt, Odyssey, I love you. But uh, MLB game taking BP and you being one of the one yeah, percent like stop, top. Stop, 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 stop. Oh, FP, come on! Stop. I'll say this. And, and I've, I've said this to my buddies, and I'll say it again. So gather around the radio right now and listen to my horse crap voice on the air. Championships are hard. Like, it's hard to advance. Mm-hmm. We think we, we were all nervous and we had anxiety. Guess what? Put your helmet on. Buckle your chin strap because this is what the playoffs are all about. It's not going to every Niner fans want them to win by 40 and then beat the Lions by 40 and win the Super Bowl by 40. Mm. That ain't going to happen, yeah, no. man. This is the playoffs. There's going to be ups and downs. If you can't handle it, don't watch. Turn off the TV. But everyone's like, oh, my God, the Niners suck. Oh, my God, that was the worst game ever. They freaking won, bro. Yeah, They're they did. The NFC Championship this game. They're one win away from the Super Bowl and going to Vegas and then another win away from a parade right here Marcus. No doubt. And I want to, man, you're on fire. Let you me do just. do our segment with my voice. Can, no, we, can dude, we take a break? You can I come up for it's air? Coming, it's coming. Well, hey, I'll tell you this. Mike said the narrative. Tell me what you get. You give me 10 cents for this take. I don't want to call Kansas City the NFL version of the Chicago Bulls, but they are in the middle of, of the, what I call it, especially now with the salary salary cap kind of a dynasty, the fact that they have two Super Bowls, doesn't the narrative kind of naturally change when you've done it before? So then when things happen that go your way, that could be called a fluke, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan, well, he really didn't turn it over, where the Bulls were known to come back. So when you do it more like the Chiefs have, more than the Niners, maybe you get that benefit of the doubt that, Oh, the Niners were lucky he missed a kick, and Mike's right. The same thing happened with Buffalo, but that was something Kansas City did, if you kind of catch my drift. Yeah, because they've been there, done that. That's all, a couple times. But his point was valid. But, I mean, think to – I think you take the Warriors in basketball out of it because I think in basketball of all sports, it's just – 
you know, it's it's more the the skill than the luck. Okay. Like, do you think NBA if you got the best players, you're going right. to win a championship? Eight, nine out of ten times. But I think in baseball and football, luck's involved. It's man. middle. Man. The best team doesn't always win man. the championship, especially in baseball. Yeah. And it happens in football too. And that's why I, I need a I need a recola, dude. Yeah. No, it's coming. Let's go out to uh, one of my favorite cities, San Diego, and welcome Devin to the program. What's up, Devin? Morning. Good morning, fellas. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Now, I just I just want to get at what FP was saying about playoffs. You know, with that, I want to say you watch these other games and you see these other teams. One thing I didn't see yesterday is or two days ago was that playoff speed that these other teams are playing with. And I think that's a big thing I'd like to see from this team as we talk about the D-line. But with that said, you know, watching Ambry Thomas go out there, it reminded me of if you watched that Browns game, there was number zero on their defense, Greg Newsom. Ambry Thomas did not look like he belonged in that league. He looked like a high school DB out there, and I'm not even talking about the PI call. So that's worrisome for me. Wow. The last thing, the last take I got on that game, fellas, is what is going on? We had no rotation of bats. No Elijah Mitchell, no Mason, nobody. It was McCaffrey the whole game. I wanted to see a little mix and match to, you know, see if we can bring a different take a couple plays. Yeah, appreciate the phone call, Devin. I'll say this, McCaffrey only had 17 carries. I don't know if in a game that you, you described FP as, is, is messed up conditions and, and grimy, uh, 24 total touches for McCaffrey. To me, that wasn't good enough. Kyle should have saw or known that the conditions were bad and this QB was having trouble with, with glove gate. So you feed the beast more. But on top of that, I just felt like Kyle before halftime, Took his foot off the gas. Like, do you, what was that about? Like, you, he, I felt like he was playing for a field goal as opposed to guns blazing. Let's get seven here and did Nipsey hustle, rest in peace and double up and get, get a touchdown coming out of halftime. But he was very pedestrian. So that, I didn't know if that, maybe he was tightening up too. He, no, he wasn't tightening up. He was watching what was going on. And he, <laughs> he, he went back to like Jimmy G days where he's going to be conservative wow. toward the end of the first half because he saw Brock Purdy. And what was going on, same way we saw it. So instead of being a gunslinger and like just calling whatever play, wow. let's go for seven, right. let's go for six, he decided to play for points in the field goal. I don't think McCaffrey was healthy. I don't think he's healthy. Now that's interesting. I don't that I calf think his calf is, is still j- jacked up and he had the Theragun going on the sidelines the whole game. When you see, like, FP, you know what? Because I thought about had he been kind of PO'd and the Niners do got a great culture, you never hear anybody complain. Uh, in front of the cameras. But I'm like, you know what? If that was too much or not enough workload for him on that stage, we would hear something about it. And he kind of was okay with it. So maybe they know something we don't. Because best believe, had they not, and they earned the buy, I don't know if McCaffrey plays if the Niners had to play in a wild card round the way that that calf was feeling. Let me let me, let me me put this to you. It, 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 everyone was saying you need to run the ball more and more McCaffrey. But if you just run McCaffrey every single play and I'm the Packers defense, and now Debo's out. And so, they were pounding them. So now I don't have to ground. worry about one weapon's taken away. I can really focus on McCaffrey, lock him down, and make Brock Purdy beat me. And I think that's what they did. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's go out to uh, Sam in Oakland, the town. What's up, Sam? How you guys today? Thanks for taking the call. You know, look, a, a win's a win, especially in the playoffs, but shooting any time in the NFL, right? Uh, it's hard to get a win, so I'm, I'm encouraged. And, and I will say this. I saw something that at the end, that last drive, Purdy was just standing taller. His, his feet were quieter, and he just had this aura of confidence about him that I think something clicked. 
he turned he turned a corner there at the end, and I think that's going to carry forward. So all I'm right. encouraged. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. And, FP, that's all that matters. If he's on to something, how did you finish the game? Did we win? And Purdy took him down there uh, and got the uh, touchdown. So he said he was standing tall. His feet were quiet. I like that. And they scored. So, again, a lot of other fan bases wish they were where the Niners are at. I mean, you talk about four of the last five games before this Super Bowl, which are the NFC Championship game, the 49ers have been in it, and the last three you've been in it. So this one's at home. And, again, I just, and I'm just i on the sideline just like if I'm a Niner fan, depending on how old you are, FP, I mean, who's got it better than you in regard to playing big games or the games that you lose – to get to the big dance is right before you know you punch a ticket. I would scream nobody if I could. Who's got it better than you? Well, Kansas uh, City, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, you're only as good as your last drive. Brock, Brock Purdy stepped up at the biggest moment of the game. He was having a terrible he game. Needed. It takes. He, I, I, it's hard to articulate. I tried to early about how much mental toughness that takes. Yeah, and I got to tell you, you got me thinking about. Was any of that coming out of his uh, – was he losing some of that confidence? Because I'm sitting there watching him on the sideline, and FP, I keep – I'm going to be redundant today with this. I can't get over the pick – the would-be pick six to Savage. Like, that was just – I don't know what he saw. Was he just throwing to a spot? But that was one of those high school – you talked about it. That was just – that was a bad read. That might have – I might have been in the tank. But that's why I'm not in the NFL. And to his credit, he had a couple other throws like that, not as egregious, but would have could have been interceptions, and he bounced back. The fortitude, the mental fortitude that Brock Purdy showed, because let me tell you, they would be coming for his neck right now had they lost that game and he played the way he did. Maybe That's just a fact. Maybe that Baltimore experience when he had that terrible that's game and, and it snowballed on him at an avalanche, and he realized, like, hey, this is what I should have done that game to reset, and now this is what I need to do in this game to reset. And he did it, dude. Whatever. I, I mean, yeah, he did it in the biggest moment. Yeah, no doubt. We'll continue all your phone calls when we get back on the other side. And remember, it's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com.